0: You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. We hope you are enjoying the live stream. Stay faithful and devoted. Good evening and welcome to the Feminine Touch with myself and Buminguna. It is Monday night. You know what to do. You know we're going to do this together. Two hours of talk radio on this Christian lifestyle show that we're going to be having. I, we just played you, Benjamin Dube, featuring Siaka Kitiza, and the song is called Gangingazi. Indeed, we did not know, Lord, the sacrifice that you were doing for us. Oh man, I hope you've had a beautiful uh, day and you've had a beautiful weekend ahead and you're ready for the week that we're about to have. i so excited to chat to the beautiful um, people that I'm going to be interviewing today. I have none other than Kali Mosiane and she's going to join me and we're going to talk about the importance uh, and the impact of getting involved in... Um, prison ministry. If you did not know why you need to get involved in prison ministry, this interview would definitely do that for you. We're expectant, we're hopeful, and most importantly, we want to learn about how we can be better stewards of God's people. Then at 7 o'clock, we're going to talk to director, filmmaker, Kachisa Modupe from Bagwena Productions and talk about his latest movie, Tando, which talks about bullying and also talk about his upcoming projects. That's what's going down right here on The Feminine Touch from 6 to 8pm. This Monday night You with myself Boominguna. It's 1816 We're going to take A quick ad break When we come back It's the first half Of the show
1: You don't need a cape To help a mother Survive childbirth You don't need Superpowers To save a life In an accident You don't need A magic wand To assist a child Survive cancer All you need Is 30 minutes Every 56 days To save Three lives The South African National Blood Service Honors the heroic blood donors who give
0: the gift of life to those who need it the most. Your blood saves lives. We hope you are enjoying the live stream. Stay faithful and devoted. Welcome back to the show. This is the Feminine Touch right here on Hope Alive Radio Station with myself, Mbuminguna. We are talking about prison ministry with Kali Moseyane and the importance of getting involved in prison ministry as well. Sis Kali, welcome to the Feminine Touch.
1: How are you doing? Thank you, Mbumi. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Thank you for having me here yes um, i'm good i'm blessed i'm i'm sustained i'm kept hallelujah <laughs> i'm still me i'm here on all his that and more we bless the lord by his grace we thank. we really thank god uh, 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 for his grace you know that has kept us uh, to this far Amen.
0: Uh, We truly appreciate that. I'm excited for the conversation we're about to have. Um, Expectant, nervous, and also just ready to go through all of the emotions because it's not a conversation that we take lightly. Indeed, Prison ministry, that is where you see God's hand, souls just waiting to be reignited firsthand. And I mean, you've been involved in prison ministry for some time now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I just want to know from you, but I mean I don't want to get ahead of myself. Maybe just to start off with, be, I would think that before you get involved in prison ministry, you would have need to have a strong relationship with God. Your faith must be strong.
1: How long have you been saved? I, indeed, you you are telling the truth. Uh, 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 it, it it's that's the the word ministry says it all. You know, you can't be in ministry unless you know the person who gives people the ministry. Um mm. I I got saved at the age of uh, 15. Mm. I, it was at the time that I think I moved to Jobek uh, 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 during my high school days that that was my first encounter with the Lord at, at a very tender and young age. So so I've walked this journey up to this far. Amen. Uh, and uh, it hasn't been an easy journey. Mm. It's never an easy journey. It, it, it had its own obstacles. Uh, I mm. mean, I was, I was, I was a, g- a young girl at that time. I grew up into being a young adult. I became a young woman. I've, I've made my own show of mistakes. I've made challenges in this journey uh, of Christianity. But look, the Lord still keeping me, and I'm still here today.
0: Amen. We thank yeah. the Lord for that. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you, I mean, when did you realize that you were interested in being involved in prison ministry?
1: Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe let me just start by saying, uh, from the church I was in when before I came to to Hope, I came to Hope Restoration Ministries back in two thousand and nine. But from the church where, where I was, I was still a, a, a young a young adult at that time. I I was a very active person, you know, you know, as that person who's always here and there serving in the church. Uh, just as a young person, I had that just hype of loving being in the church and just serving and being busy. But I do remember coming to Hope Restoration Ministries. There was a sermon that was preached, and I think that was the sermon. One of the sermons that kept me in the church, Muruti preached a sermon that spoke about people matter to God. I, I, I that, that I still have. You I know, I think that in sermon, two thousand and nine. It, it was back in two thousand and nine. Mm. People matter to God, and I think I, I even still have that 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 uh, a, a CD somewhere, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Mm. And I think it was at that time when I, I really started to learn. I was still very young in the Lord at that time. I mean, I started to learn at the time that you know, we, we have always been so content and so relaxed, you know, doing church within the church walls. For the first time I got to be taught that church is not about us coming together inside the church walls. Church is always something that we do outside the church walls. That I, I got to learn to be taught that we have a responsibility outside of the church walls as the church of Jesus, that we are not just saved, you know, to, to come here and mm. and sing together and pray mm. together mm. and we go home. Mm. A- and and uh, I think now my, my passion for evangelism grew mm. from there. Mm. It, it mm. was then that my, my passion for evangelism started to grow from there. And uh so up until the time when when i realized it was in i think in 2017 when i i first got introduced to to the prison ministry at the church at that time we still had the late mom nicoline she was heading the ministry at that time it was then that i got to find out at the time that we, we actually do have a, a ministry like that in the church but uh i am not sure what kept me at that time uh However, I knew there was a ministry and, and I knew that there was something that I wanted to do outside of the church walls. I knew that there's a harvest out there. You know, there, there are so many pulpits out there. There's something that inside of me, I know that I want to do. I knew about the prison ministry and, and I think I, I just kept postponing it year in, year out. Uh, but my, my passion, I would say, I wouldn't really say it was the passion for prison ministry that grew. It, it grew out of the passion for evangelism itself, mm. yeah.
0: Beautiful. and I mean, from evangelism, how did you then connect to say prison ministry is the one that I need to
1: put myself into because you could still be evangelizing so 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 that that's that's like I said when when I first uh, discovered that we do have a prison ministry here in the church mm. and so so earlier this year when we had our um, uh, a church council meeting uh, this that same Saturday, I met one of the ladies who, who is a part of, of the ministry. She approached me and said to me, look, I've heard for, for, for quite uh, some time that you've been wanting to join the ministry. I'm not sure what's holding you back. And, and I said, look, I, I think I'm available. But I think my connection then came from, you know, we've been through a lot as, as the country in the past two years. And uh, one of the things that I've learned and realized is that we have all gone through a lot you know, every single one of us. Families have gone through a lot. The nation has gone through a lot. The communities have gone through a lot. The whole country has gone through a lot. So I looked around. I realized that there's so many pulpits that the Lord has made available to us as the church that we can tap into and touch people's lives. So here is a minister available. And I thought to myself, I've been procrastinating this for, for too long. Maybe this is time to really now get into the harvest and do the work. Mm-hmm. So, so I started to join the team at the beginning of, this year Mm. and and what has the experience been like for you wonderful experience i must say uh shocking at first but it has really been a wonderful experience i've really learned a lot uh um you know one of the perceptions that we all have uh when we look at people who are in prison it's always you know they are criminals they belong there they 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 must rot in jail Mm. you know when we talk about them, we, we talk about these guys and these women as, as criminals, and that's the only thing that we know about them. And the only thing that we all want to see for them is for them to get a punishment for what they've done. Mm. That's all we want, mm. you know. Uh, but, you know, walking into, into the prison doors, I, I, I got to realize that there's really life behind every person who is inside the prison that mm. these are people that have actually been died for just as I am. Mm. So, mm. so so, I, I got to learn a lot about the guys that are inside there. Mm. Uh, I got to learn a lot about their lives. I got to learn a lot about what they go through o- o- over and above the crimes they've committed and what brought them in inside prison doors. Sure. It has been a wonderful experience. I, I got to, for the first time, I would say maybe also even for myself, I have learned to forgive better. Than mm. I used to, I would say, I have learned to look to 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 show grace more better than mm. than how I would show grace to a normal person that I see on day to day. I have learned to show love more than how I would do it to people that I meet here at the church on a daily basis. Mm,
0: mm, mm.
1: Show love,
0: forgive better. Forgive so better. So it's like
1: it's made you a better Christian. It has made me a better Christian because, like I like I said, I I. One of the things that I also realized was that we preach the message of forgiveness a lot. It, it's up up until you you get to really come into contact with somebody who tells you that I killed mm. that you 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 then realize that. I've actually been harboring anger Mm. uh, 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 towards criminals myself. I've been harboring so much anger towards the justice system in this country. Mm. I've been harboring so much anger because, like I say, that's the perception that we all have. I had that perception. Mm. To me, I I mean, I've been a victim of crime before, Mm. a couple of times. So to me, it was always that. Everything was about they must get punished. They need to rot in jail. They must, Mm. they must, you know. Mm, mm, But mm. but then you, you get in there, you interact with them. It teaches you to understand where they come from. It teaches you to forgive better, to love better, mm. to show grace better. Which is what God requires of us as
0: Christians. Which is what is required of us. Now, how would one need to prepare
1: physically, emotionally, and spiritually for prison ministry before they get involved? Look, it's another territory. That is another territory together. That's that's a different territory from when we say we are going to, to to the streets to do an open air, I mean, we go to the streets, we do open air, we can put up a, key, a keyboard, they play music, people are coming, they, some of them are entertained, we are doing open air, we interact with, you know when we are on the street, you can choose who you want to talk to, who you don't want to talk to, you you can judge them, even some of them as they pass by, they they look scary, you can choose, hey, I, I, this one, I no, maybe I shouldn't talk to this one, maybe I can evangelize this one you know, uh, but you get in there, you'd realize that there's only one group of people in there, all of them have the same mentality, they are all cocooned under one roof, going through the same thing each and every day, you know, so it needs a lot of preparation, you you need to be somebody who's really spiritually grounded, you need to pray a lot, it, it needs to pray a lot, because You know when the Bible says that our battle is not against flesh and blood? Sure, sure. Because here we are talking about people who've committed crime, who are in in facilities, uh, but uh, it's people who are now uh, closed up in one space. They are going through depressions. They are going through emotional distresses. They are going through rejection, some of them. There's a whole lot of things that they are going through. So when the Bible says our fight is not against flesh and blood, we are fighting against principalities and agents of darkness. So, you you need to understand that that going in there, you know, there's a lot that you are fighting with. So, it really needs you to be somebody who's really grounded in the word. Be grounded in prayer. Um, uh, uh, emotionally, we were talking about emotionally. Now, uh, I spoke a lot about being forgiving. You know, uh, you need to be able to look at these guys as, as, as human beings, you know, look at them and see your brother, uh, because some of them, I want to think a lot of us in this nation, in this country, have been victims of crime in one way or the other somehow, and we we have our own perceptions of, of criminals, so you you need to, to be emotionally, at, at that emotional state, you need to be that person who has really forgiven, who or who can really forgive, who you have an eye to be able to look at these people with the eye of love as opposed to judging them. You need to be to be to be there. Mm-hmm. You just need to be there. You you need to walk in, then be able to look at them and see people that God still loves, people who matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh, uh, as much as their communities think they don't matter, the country might think they don't matter anymore. The justice system may think that they don't matter anymore, that's why they're called criminals. But you need to be that person who sees them with a different eye. Mm. So, so it, it, needs, it needs a lot of emotional preparation, a lot mm. of mental mm. preparation as well. And
0: continued emotional preparation. You can't just pray today, go to prison ministry. When you get home, the things you're saying we wrestle against flesh and blood, evil principalities of this world, those things are going to come back. You need to. You, you need, need to, to
1: stay th- in prayer. You need to stay in prayer. You need to stay in prayer because sometimes it does get heavy. We we have prayer sessions uh, 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 sometimes with them and and you walk out of the it does get heavy you can actually feel that you are carrying you know their burdens with you so so you can't just go and get into bed and sleep you mm. need to be a person who stays in prayer who mm. also you know in your own space have time to intercede for them so it, it all boils down to the love of what you're doing mm. you know you don't just mm. do it because it's a ministry that's available have love for what you are doing. Have a vision. What's your vision? What is it that you want to do? You mm. want to see these guys being changed. You want to see them becoming mm. better people in the mm. society. Over and above that, you want to see them being one to Christ. You want to see them living a life of integrity. You know, So, so you must have that zeal. You, you should be a- that person who has the love for people to be able to go before God and bring their lives before God and pray mm. for them.
0: We're talking about prison ministry. How to get involved um, on the feminine touch? If you have a question or a comment for Kali, please do connect with us on Facebook. Our handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. On Twitter, you can send us a tweet at Hope Alive underscore Radio. You can also send us a voice note on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. Now. Coming back, you know, you said you continue to be in prayer, continue to prepare yourself and carrying those things emotionally. I'm just thinking you are going to visit and you're carrying those things emotionally. For a person who's living in that situation, how heavy must they feel? And I love how you said earlier on that you get to see the person as a human being, not as a criminal. Not as a
1: criminal. As a human, as a human being. As a human being. To so say this
0: person is going through a deep emotional state, depression, the triggers, you know they are emotionally stressed as well. So how do we try and assist them? I love how you said you continue to intercede for them. So you're not just going to do a once-off feel-good mm-hmm. session, okay, I did it, tick the box. But you go home and you continue to remember them in prayer, in call prayer. them out, Lord, here is your son, here is your daughter. Continue to pray for them. Yeah, And maybe on that, do you find that then it becomes difficult to detach emotionally? Because whilst you're living life on the outside, you're thinking of... The person that I met in prison. Look,
1: we, there's, a, there's a training that that we we, we actually do. We, we actually do get. Uh, maybe just to give you a bit of a background yeah, of what yeah. we do. So so as a church as whole, restoration ministries, we we are, we have actually partnered with with uh, an organization called uh, called by grace. Mm. Uh, uh, we are we are it's it's uh, it's being led by Denga. i'm thinking some of us here in the church might know him he's one of us in here so there's a program that we run that's called restorative justice so there are trainings that we, we actually go through uh, uh to teach us this, this do's and don'ts you know uh, so so when you go in there you need to remember you are coming here as a minister as well you are not coming here to make friends you you go in there you need to be careful that you do not develop an emotional relationship with them. You know, it, it it it's got to be you have to know how when to draw the line, you know. Uh, so so you go in there with that mentality that that thinking you must remember all all we are here is to harvest them to the to God. We are here to harvest them to the kingdom of God. So 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 you need to make sure that whatever that you carry for them it's just their needs so you so, so somebody needs healing somebody needs a, a, an emotional breakthrough somebody a, has asked you to pray for their families. that's just where it ends so we don't necessarily develop that close contact with them where you can pick up a call and call them from time to time and you end up at that phase where you now have one individual person that you kind of have that friendship relationship mm. with them where you talk mm. we we avoid such kind of things so we go in there as a team we minister to them we come out mm. so so you you we, there's a whole lot of trainings that we go through just to teach us the do's and the don'ts of what you should do what you shouldn't be doing
0: I love that yeah. to also pro- and and maybe the training if you can cover how do they mentally prepare yourself for what you're going to see because that in itself is something that we need to talk about as well.
1: So 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 some of the things that I mentioned now that now, now they, they need to prepare you mentally that you need to firstly you need to remember when you go in there, you are going there as a minister. Mm. So so you mm. cannot now find yourself uh, here's one one of the guys there who's who's now asked you for their contacts and, and now out of the ministry or, or, or outside the program that we are running now. Here you are, Sister Kali, now you have this close uh, uh, friendship with one of the inmates mm, that you mm. can talk to on the site and have some conversations outside of the program. We're not allowed to do that. So mm. it's some of the things that I prepare for you mentally. You are also prepared. Uh, uh, for example, we the, the, the program that we're currently running now, we are at the Boxback Prison, mm, mm, and mm. it's a male prison. So 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 this this uh the in in within the team we are also required to have a mixed gender. Okay. So 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 we 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 have a team of we currently the team that I'm in we are led by Ubabu Mlambo. Ubabu he's one of us also he's in in a, a Springs campus and and it's him with with two of us the ladies. So we are also required to have a mixed gender in mm. between. So so he can also be able to oversee if he can see that It's like there's boundaries that somebody's overstepping that and he's able to quickly come in and be able to cover us. So so you get to be prepared mentally of how you think, how you interact with them how you speak with them, how far you can sit from them, stuff like that, you know, mm. or, or all of that. There's also rules within within the, the facilities as well, the, the prison facilities as well, that mm. we have to adhere to. You know, sure. like, for example, we can be coming inside the prison and hugging these guys. Yes. We can be shaking hands with them and all of that. They need to know that we are here for ministry and mm. all that we, we are here for, it is just that ministry to walk the journey of Christ with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: and And... Do people want to come and and talk to you guys? So how have, how's the reception been? Look, uh,
1: I'd say. I, I find it, it, it becomes exciting for them, for most of them, when, when we walk in, because it's not only us. There's a whole lot of uh, other ministers from, from, from other other organizations who come in. Uh, on, on Saturdays we come in and we do a whole lot of different programs. It's obviously exciting for the guys. I mean, you can imagine when you've been sitting there for 16 years, 15 years of your life, some of them have never really had visits, or, or, or they, they only have a, m- a minimum amount of visits, a certain number of amount of visits uh, uh, on yearly basis some of them don't don't get to see visits you know so it becomes exciting when from time to time they see people from outside walking in and come to interact with them it lifts up their spirit what what i've what i've also noticed it also just lifts up their spirit knowing that there's people out there who care there's churches there's people who come from time to time to do church services there so it lifts up. You you can tell it really does lift up. Some of them really lift their spirits just to see that there's somebody out there who cares about their well-being. Remember, like I said, some of these people have been sitting there for, for years some of them they they have suffered rejection from their families Mm. there are people who are in prison for crimes they did not commit Mm. there are people who who are in there not because they are criminals they just happen to have been at the wrong place at the wrong time Mm. unfortunately it fell on them you know Mm. so so it and being in there discouraged them but knowing that there's somebody who's able to come then say look there's Jesus who loves you. There's a Christ who cares about you, you mm. know. Somebody who's willing to just sit and listen to their stories because sometimes that's what we do. We have an opportunity to just sit and listen to their stories mm. Uh, uh, mm. and give them an opportunity to talk. Some of them, that's the only opportunity they ever get. Mm. Nobody has ever given them an opportunity to tell their story. Mm. So to mm. be able to sit and listen to their story, and, and, and uh, uh, it gives them that emotional relief.
0: Absolutely we've got some questions from some of our listeners and I would love us to go through them with you thank you so much for connecting with us we're talking about prison ministry and getting involved if you would like to comment or weigh in on the conversation our Facebook handle is Hope Alive Radio Station you can send us a tweet on Twitter at Hope Alive underscore radio our WhatsApp line is 67 now this is a question the first question um, is from thank you so much for connecting with us And um, he says, greetings, family. Thank you, ladies, for a lovely topic. Thank you for tuning in as well. I have the questions below. How does it feel to get into a correctional center with some hardened criminals?
1: I must say it it, it was scary in the beginning. I I, I still remember the very first Saturday that I went in there. It it was actually scary. It was my first time to walk into a correctional services, not knowing what to expect. but, But obviously, we... It's not just us. We don't just walk in by ourselves. We we do have uh, the warders who are there, who who usher us into their premises, and 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 they always make sure that wherever we are uh, conducting our the, the 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 programs that we are doing, there's always prison warders that are uh, around in our surroundings, you know, just to make sure that our our safety is. Uh, 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 uh so 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 safety is of, of, of course of a concern've I've, I know a whole lot of people have been asking me that so so I mean how safe are you you know all of that I, I think it was it was it was a bit scary from the first day that I walked in there but like I said it it just takes the love of Christ for you to be able to see them not as criminals but but see them as people who need help. Yes. You know, because I think the, the, the reason why I would get a question like that, it's because already they are inside there and we already know they are criminals. You know, their mentalities, they are capable of anything, they are in there. You know? But uh, you've got to come to that level where you are able to see them as people as opposed to being criminals. So you overcome the fear of being around them. You mm. know? I mean, there's, there's, ladies, there's ladies who work in, 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 in correctional facilities where there's men. Oxbeck Prison, for example, that's, it, 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 that's where we, we currently are working. We have a team that's also working in Krugersdorf. I've seen a lot of ladies who work, who work inside, right inside. They walk in and out. They are the ones who open for the guys in the morning mm. uh, so they can come out and, and be there on the sun. They are the ones who lock them up and all of that. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a matter of See them, see them as people, see them as Mm. people who are wounded, who need help. Mm -hmm. So you are able to overcome the fear of just standing in front of them and talking. Mm.
0: It really is a mental exercise. Now, the second question from Tsepo Tsepo as well is, um, in the ministry you are in, in terms of the percentage, how many uh, male and females are serving in the ministry? So I think you answered that earlier when you said there were two ladies and the rest are gentlemen that are serving with you.
1: Yeah, currently I, w- I would say uh, there's, there's really a need. You know, the harvest is really very plentiful. There's really a need, I would say, because uh, we 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 are currently working in, in Boxback. There's only about four of us in the team currently, if not five. Uh, we do have a team in Kruger's Dopp. They are not more than five, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, we do we still do have other centers like your Moda B, your, your local. We don't have workers there sure. th- th- that are working there. So, so there's so, so people there's waiting to be served. There's a need. But there's no one available. There is really a need. There is really a need. And and hence I said when I, when I started here that mm. I realized that the, there's a lot of pulpits that God has made available for, for all of us outside there. There's no point us coming in in, in the church and trying to fight umfundisi for, for for his pulpit. You know, mm. there's a lot of pulpits out out there that the Lord has made available. And and I mean for me, I I saw this as a pulpit. I saw it as as a, as a harvest, a plentiful harvest. Sure, you know, when sure. when I spoke about the the sermon that Muruti preached of people matter he 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 mentioned that when you see a young boy roaming around the streets with a gun that person is a ripe harvest the question is when when the harvest is ripe where are the harvesters sure. so 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 we need to, to look at prisons we need to look at hospitals as a as a ripe harvest those are people that are ready to be harvested because come to think of it there's absolutely nothing they do in prison they wake up they eat they go to bed Mm. That's all they do. Mm. So so they have plenty of time to think and to reflect. So so those are the people I promise you that you can be able to reach, to reach unto and and they have time to sit and listen to you. There's mm. nothing they are busy with. Mm. You know you you, you you I was speaking about an open air earlier on. We can go do an open air somewhere at the street corner. there people are busy. People are driving around. People are walking up and down. People, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. We are supposed to do that. But in prison, they have nothing else to do. They will give you their full attention and let you preach Christ to them, and they will listen. And, and after that, they have nothing else to do but to go to bed and think about what you preach to them. So, what? that's a ripe harvest. It is a ripe harvest that's indeed. A ripe harvest. Because you know there's no distractions. No this distraction. person is going to receive this word
0: right there. Right there. Oh, wow. Um, another question Are there any programs in place to raise awareness or recruit more volunteers and also to raise funds to travel between correctional services? This is a good question.
1: We currently uh, uh, don't have any 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 fundraising programs or anything like that. So so we are we are a pretty small team currently. Like I said, uh, we look what, whatever that we are doing currently. It's it's out of giving as a team. We we are giving out of out of our own means to try and get the work of God done. You know mm. but I mean if, if there's somebody out there who's listening to us who' would like to come up with something that will support the ministry mm. that would really be be, 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 be uh, 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 appreciated and and I mean if there's more harvesters out there that would really be Appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. Towards the end of the interview, we'll give you the details that um, Kylie's using and also the contact person that heads up the prison ministry so that you can get in contact with them to fundraise, to support financially, and also to lend of yourself. If the Lord is calling you and speaking to you tonight, answer the call. As she said earlier, the harvest is plentiful, but plentiful the workers are few. Are few. We have another question from one of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and this is from Nyoni, and she asked, "Do you ever deal with those that who got in and they didn't commit the crime, so they were falsely accused?"
1: There's, 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 it's actually a, a, a shocking, a shocking a, 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 a thing that I also found out. There's quite a lot of people I, I behind prison bars who who were incarcerated for crimes that they did not commit, mm. and mm. hence I said earlier that you. You know, we all have one perception about them. Whenever we Mm -hmm. think about prison, we think of criminals who've done wrong and who deserve to be punished. Mm -hmm. But that's not always the case. There's people in there who, who are, are, are were convicted for crimes they did not commit. Mm. There are people who just happen to have been at the wrong place at the wrong time, you mm. know. Uh, so so yeah, there's 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 a whole lot of different uh, people who come from all different walks of lives who have a whole lot of different stories to tell about why they are in here, what happened to them, and all that. So yeah, we we have definitely, I have definitely, I think spoken to one, if not two, of them.
0: And when you do so, I mean. What 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 do you say to
1: somebody who says I didn't do it but I'm here? That's the thing. That's that that's that's what. Uh, 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 that's why now we need to come in. Mm. This is where we need to come in because our mandate here is to restore people. Mm. You know, to restore people's lives because, I, 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 you you can imagine uh, being convicted for a crime that you did not commit. You have to leave your family behind. You have to leave your kids. You have to leave your life behind. You know, your career behind, and go sit behind prison bars. I can imagine walking in there knowing deep in your heart that you did not do what you are, are convicted of doing and you are sitting there and you are hopeless, you are distressed, you are depressed, all of that. This is where we now come in as as, 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 as uh, uh, the uh, people of God, as the church of Jesus. This is where we're now supposed to be coming in to say there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Because remember, Joseph was in prison, you yeah. know, Uh, 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 somebody has to come in then tell these guys that look after prison there's actually palace they can actually be a palace for you after prison Mm. but if we are all sitting here folding our hands and wanting nothing to do with them who gives them hope who goes in then tells them that they can actually be palace after prison Mm. they can actually be a throne after what what you've been thrown into you know it's got to be us. The harvest is plenty. It's got to be, us. The, got to be us, the church. Because we, be
0: this us. is the thing that you believe in. Who best to market to, I don't want to say market, but who best to tell people about this gospel than the ones that are carrying than it? And the ones that
1: are carrying it, you know.
0: Sure. Now, um, you spoke about you know mentally preparing yourself, and we touched a bit about the challenges that you know we're wrestling against principality. So you touch on another kingdom when you go into prison ministry, yeah. as such as life in yeah. general. What kind of challenges have you experienced being involved
1: in prison ministry? Look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I've, I've seen challenges as such. I wouldn't call them challenges, but uh, I, I think. Uh, let me let me just say it's things that that break my heart like mm. the one we just spoke about now mm. of finding out that there's people who are actually in prison for crimes they did not commit sure. uh walking in to see to see old mm. men you know who've left their families behind Jeez. and you look at the living conditions i I know one of the perceptions that that uh, that we have that I always hear people saying is no this these guys are living in. In in a hotel, they are having five-star life. Mm. They're having free meal. They are having free education. They watch TV. And that's not the case. (laughs) The living conditions, when you, you walk in there and you look at the living conditions they live in and you come out of there asking yourself, Somebody who's been here for 30 years, how do they survive this kind of life for 30 years? You know? and, and
0: what are the living conditions? Maybe you would help our listeners just to get a picture of it.
1: I mean, uh, normally when we, we go in there, it would be at, at the time their time of, 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 of uh, uh, being outside. Uh, I mean, you look at them doing their, their laundries there trying to find some, some space there to play soccer, you know. They, they are all within one field, I mean, a very small field. They have to do all of these things, you know. Uh, they have to try to find means to survive. I mean, some of them you can tell uh, they don't have shoes, you know. You, you can just tell by, by looking at them that the living conditions are just, it's not up to par, you know. Mm. It's, it's not they what cramped what in a small space. They cramped space. in a small space and all of that. Uh, mm. you know it's i think it's some of the things that you look at them and you think hey, look yes i know some of them have committed crime yes they must be punished for what they have done but, I mean, you look at the life they live on on, on day-to-day basis. Is that not a punishment in it, itself? It's, it's a punishment in itself, but, I mean, somebody needs to restore them after mm. that, you know. Because people matter to God. People matter, no matter who they are, no matter mm. where they are, mm. no matter what they have done. Mm. The bottom line is people matter to God. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It is is uh, fifty minutes past six. We're talking to Kali Mosiane on The Feminine Touch, and we're talking about getting involved in prison ministry. If you have a question or a comment, these are the following ways that you can interact with us. We're on our Facebook line is Hope Alive Radio Station. You can send us a tweet on Hope Alive underscore radio. You can also send us a voice note or a text message on 067-153-1089. Really such an important and empowering conversation, and also just to show that we can find better Ways to serve God's people, use our time, and be a blessing. The Bible says, be a blessing to somebody today. And I think that this is a call on all of us to say, What are you doing with your time? What
1: are you doing with your time? Mm. What exactly are we doing with our time?
0: I love that. Now, you said, you know, there's so much, not so much challenges, but things that break your heart. On the opposite ends, how has this impacted your faith, being involved in prison ministry?
1: Yo, look, I see myself growing day in. Day after day. Mm. I am one person who really loves, I have the heart, the heart to serve God. Uh, but but being, being in there, like I said, it has made me learn to forgive more, learn to love more, mm. learn to give more of myself to the things of God. Mm. You know, mm. it, it has really made me realize that we, we, we you know, when you, you come into, into a church like, like our church here, we, we are a big church. You come in here, you find the auditorium so full.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
1: can be so deceived into thinking that we have arrived at the church, we mm. have done the job. Mm. But you you step out of the church, you go out there, you actually get to realize that maybe all we have done is just 10% of the job. Maybe mm. we've just done thirty percent of the job. Mm. There's still a lot that needs to be done. Mm. So, so I think being in 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 the you know working in, in for for this past couple of months working with the team in in in, in the correctional facility has really made me uh, grow more in my prayer life. Grow more into wanting to know to know God, wanting to be filled more with God. Because you need to at the end of the day go and pour mm. pour of yourself to God, yeah. You know you need to to learn how to become e- emotionally strong because you are you are here ministering to to a people who are living in a t- totally different world sure, you know sure. you you need to learn to go deeper into the word of god because you are talking to people who who are i mean a man at the age of 40 who's never ever been preached to before mm. and 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 you'll be surprised of how how much questions they have when you open the Bible and you talk the Word of God, they they have so so much. They want to know. You know, some of them are so hungry. They really want to know ab- about about this Bible. They want to know about this God. They wanna know. Some of them, they they. I mean, you are te- te- teaching about the this past Sunday sat- Saturday we were talking teaching teaching them about prayer. You know the questions that come out of the they wanna know more. So you need to be that person who dwells more in the way. So I think I think it's it's growing me as well. Mm. It, it is growing me as well in that regard. I, I wanna I find myself wanting to get more closer to God because then I've realized that God has called me for something bigger. Absolutely. I'm curious. What are some of the
0: questions that will be put to you? Uh, just passed this past weekend on prayer.
1: What what we were we were doing? So so we went in. We taught them about prayer and and, and the different kinds of prayers, uh, different kinds of prayers. Uh, somebody came, for example, with a question, or, or somebody was asking us about uh, Jacob and Esau. That uh, 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 so so the guy says, no, I, I know that the Bible says Jacob was uh, 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 became a blessing. You know, he he was blessed, and he, but what about Esau? If he was really born. Uh, 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 also uh, to his father Isaac as a promise, was he really a blessing? Because you know the Bible says that. Then he ended up becoming cursed. Mm. So, so if you you don't dwell deeper in in, in the way, how are you gonna answer? Because again, you can't be coming there as somebody who's coming there to teach people about the God that you don't know about the Bible that you don't know. Mm, you know? I, and, and I'm not saying that we know everything. We cannot. Yes. We can. we, we obviously cannot know everything, but you need to 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 really get up your faith
0: absolutely you were speaking about the church saying you know sometimes we look at a full capacity church and we think we've arrived one of the listeners says you know ish that's so true the church buildings and the numbers inside the church deceive us and we think that we've arrived in this
1: gospel the harvest is really plentiful the out harvest there. is really plentiful very plentiful mm. people are broken I, I, I was shocked, like I say, to, to walk in and realize that there's people whom, when you preach Christ, it's for the first time they ever mm, mm. get to, to hear the gospel. Mm. You know, there's guys inside there who got saved in prison. Mm. They had to be in prison for them to be saved, mm. you know.
0: And if nobody went, what was going to happen if to that went, soul? If nobody went, what
1: was going to happen to that soul? And my question is also this. when they were still outside, did did anybody preach to them? Mm. Did did anyone when the harvest is ripe, and and nobody comes to harvest it, you
0: know mm.
1: it's gonna get rotten. Mm. Mm. So 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 for for people to to really get to the acts of crime, and and it at a level where they are now inside prison, for them to find Christ when they are in prison, my question is always when they were still outside. Where was the church? Sure. Did we really preach to them? Sure. I, and I know maybe some of them were preached to, but they just didn't want to listen. Their hearts were hardened. But what about others? Did we really preach to them? How is it that somebody only uh, gets to hear about the gospel when they are in prison? Mm. The question is when we're still outside, where were we as the church mm. to preach to them? Couldn't we have avoided it? Mm. Had, we, had we been going out there as the church to do the work couldn't we have avoided? Because there's there's also juvenile prisons. Remember, even in Boxback there is a juvenile center. Mm-hmm. Couldn't we have done some some work as the church to avoid that from happening? To mm-hmm. avoid the the harvest from becoming rotten. Mm-hmm. Couldn't mm-hmm. we have stepped in when the harvest was still ripe? Mm-hmm. And uh, I like how you said we could have avoided it. I know one of the
0: sermons, and I paraphrase what Reverend S.C. Matabula said. You know that we should never blame. When somebody has done an act of crime and say they are evil, they are criminal, because we should also look at where was the church where was the church so and there were two parties involved where here. was the church even where was today, the community even you know today where is the church? I like that now, other than people being saved and you seeing somebody accept the Lord, which would be an amazing, amazing thing, what has been your best moment uh I-
1: I think that that is that's my best it. moment. My best moment. I think that's the best. Because remember, I said to you, we, we are, we are, there's a program that we are actually doing. Mm. It's, it's called Restorative Justice. So we, we take them through a program where, where we teach them about crime, about sin, about taking responsibility. We teach a whole mm, lot of them. So so mm. the program is it's actually a very rich program. It helps them also to come into their senses, you know, to come to contact with yourself as a person and, and think back of what you did. We we t- we teach them about the, the, the ripple effects of crime you know mm. all of those things uh, uh, and the program is also about helping them to reintegrate back into the community when when they are out mm. you know but over and above that our goal is just to win them to Christ Amen. so for us it's not just about their doing the program that we are doing but it's about teaching them and bringing them to Christ so mm. i think honestly my best moments is just to see men a group of men amen a, a group of men because uh, you know when you when when i when i first walked in the day the first day that i walked into the prison doors i realized that men are inside prison mm. the first question that dawned to me was who is here to rebuild the country mm-hmm. who must rebuild the economy of the country who's protecting women and children if if there's so many men that are inside here mm-hmm. you know so 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 seeing them just coming to the lord just raising their hands to say i want to accept christ as my lord and savior sure i think that's my best moment one one of my best moments also it's the testimonies i mean yes. I, I saw i saw a young man there i was told that he used to be in the juvenile so so the team found him he, he was in, that's what that was before i joined the team the team found him in juvenile they took him through the program they preached christ to him he got saved and now, so at a certain age, you get to be moved now into into the, the bigger prison. He's in the bigger prison now. He's the one who's preaching.
0: Oh, my goodness. You, you know, I
1: think those are my best moments. Mm-hmm. Just to hear somebody say, I found Christ in here. Now I'm the one who's preaching the gospel right here inside. Absolutely. Because above all, that's just our goal. We, we are not there to tell these guys that uh, uh, you're going to come out of here and have money. You will come out of here and have a job. You'll come out of here and have a wife and family. We're not there to make promises to them. All that we want is for them to know that Christ loves them so that even if they die inside prison doors, they die free. Mm, mm, they, mm. they just need to know that the prison they are in is just the walls, but they can still have freedom mm. while they are inside the walls of the prison. Mm. What a
0: beautiful outlook on it, and really just a reflection of what salvation is all about. This is faith in action. Faith in action. You know, um, earlier on we were speaking about you telling people that you've been involved in prison ministry, and people were shocked, you know? And you also touched on it earlier. I was asking the question to say, for somebody to look at a guy and say, you know what, look past the fact that he's been in prison. This is your brother. This is a potential that you could look at, not say, no, they're a criminal and judge them. What advice would you give to people to, to be more understanding of uh, others that are in prison as well?
1: It, it, it all boils down to one thing, love. Mm. Love is about. You know when the Lord Jesus says, if you forgive, forgive and then I will forgive you. Mm. It all boils down to that. Mm. So, so you need to look at your own sins that the Lord has forgiven. Mm. Look at that brother who is inside prison doors and find. Ask yourself, do they not deserve the same forgiveness? Mm. You mm. know, I know some of them have killed, some have raped. They have done crimes that are shocking. Mm-hmm. But, but the Bible says, "What if you repent, you are forgiven." Mm. So, if mm. if if Jesus Jesus Himself is able to forgive. A criminal that has killed, why can't I look at him as somebody that has received redemption from Christ? Mm. It all boils down to that. Love, love enough to forgive. Mm. Just love them and forgive. You don't even have to do anything to change their lives. Absolutely. Love them enough to forgive. And, and just look at them as people who also were counted at the cross.
0: I love that. They, they were, were also, also counted. counted at the cross. Oh wow, so so profound. To someone who says, you know, I've heard you. I'm excited. I'm encouraged. I want to get involved in prison ministry. How would you encourage them?
1: So 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 you can contact me and and then I will, cont- I, will I will obviously bring you to to the attention of the team. Yes. So so like I said, we 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 as Hope Restoration Ministries we are partnered with a uh, 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 found by grace an <laughs> organization uh, uh, and, and we are led by, by ubabudenga who, who is our overseer so we have teams here that, that are working into uh, in, in different facilities so so you can contact me on my number it's 084 575 Double seven eight nine. Contact me on zero eight four five seven five double seven eight nine. You can just WhatsApp me or or or, 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 or maybe email me on km at gmail.com.
0: And spelling of musiane, please.
1: that dot M O S I A N E M O S I A N E at gmail.com. You just drop me your name, and and then we we can then take it take it from there. We'll obviously. Uh, 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 Take it to, to the leadership, they'll be able to arrange some sort of a training and then we can integrate you into, into the team. I want
0: to close off the interview with this uh, Matthew 25, 35 to 40. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came, to visit, came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? Verse 38, when did we see you as uh, you a stranger or invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison to go and visit you? Verse 40, the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you do for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, You did it for me.
1: You did it for me.
0: And that's what we're saying, ladies and gentlemen, that whatever you do for somebody else, know that you are doing it for the Lord himself. This is why we had to have this conversation to say, let's get involved. Let's not judge people, but let's love and forgive people. People matter to God. Everyone deserves a second chance. You yourself are standing there because somebody believed in you. God gave you a second chance. Can we not reciprocate that love onto others as well? My name is Mbuminguna. So, so lovely to have you on the show, Kali. What an amazing conversation we have had. I have truly been touched, and I trust that you have been blessed at home. And most importantly, beyond the blessing, you've been charged up to say, I can do something. I can do better. God is looking to us. Matthew 25, verse 35 to 40. These are the questions that Jesus will will ask you. My question to you will be, will you have an answer for him on that day? Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening as well. It is uh, five minutes past seven. We wrap up the first half of the show. When we come back, we talk to Kakiso Modupe from Bagwena Productions about his latest movie and upcoming projects. We're going to give you a double play of music now to go and really ponder and digest this lovely interview that we have had um, talking about prison ministry and getting involved. And if you want the full interview, please do head on to our website, www.hopealiveradio.co.za, for the full podcast. Don't miss out. Share this. Let us be the change that we want. to You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. <laughs>